Austin loves guns. Visit the range at Austin, 52,000 square feet of truly modern Texas fun. Bright, open, and inviting with 7,000 square feet of retail, including new and used guns. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned pro shooter or are completely new to guns. The range at Austin has something for everyone. It's the perfect place to grab some friends, do the Texas thing, and shoot a machine gun, take a private lesson, or grab a membership. The range at Austin is located off 35, 10 minutes south of downtown, open to all seven days a week. Visit the range austin.com to do the texas thing and book a package buy a membership or learn more we are back three guys on sports nick noah sawyer and you right here on 1027 espn radio if you haven't heard big news we're gonna be moving back an hour starting next week that's right we're gonna be going at noon to two love it which means uh what we do what we're about to do here right now starting at noon we do horns at high noon that will start kick off the show so excitement there uh, we're also going to be doing a morning show. Daryl the Trash Barrel says, What station will the new morning show be on right here on 1027? 1027. We ain't changing that. ESPN Radio. That's up. 1027. Yeah. So uh, we got we got the morning, we got the afternoon. Uh, you know, we got noon now, post yeah. that. And then obviously our mm-hmm. fellow Jeff and Ed in the little PM drive. A right, full man. radio station. Look at that. Yeah. Look at yeah, us. We could just get some goddamn commercials. That'd be great. Yes. Yeah, All right. Sales. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> I'm doing right. what I can, man. I'm working on that. Hey, it was good. Productive meeting on Very Friday, fellas. Meeting on Friday. Productive meeting. Yeah. Stuff in the works. We were, we were talking about perhaps doing some promotional things and getting out there and seeing you guys. Uh, Daryl says, no, Greeny. Don't worry. Greeny's not going to go anywhere. It's just we're, we're, we're going to do morning show 7 to 10. Greeny. Greeny you got two hours of Greeny. Then you got your three guys on sports and then something. TBD. And then uh, Jeff Ward comes in here. And then Jeff Ward does, comes does in Does Jeff Ward things. That hour will be uh, for uh, hearing talks. It might be applicable to the SEC. Let's just say that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's leave it with that. Okay. I don't know what's official and not, man. I well, don't def- know. Definitely tease it then. Teasing it. Definitely tease, tease it then. That's a tease. Okay. Uh, Put two and two together on that one. Yeah. Familiar stuff. Okay. Good. 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 Um, I like I said, I want to do some horns at high noon here. Noah yes. and Sawyer went to go see some baseball yesterday. Oh yeah. Basketball. Mm-hmm. There's a ticket, pal. Uh, but first, no problem, man. from our fastest break, Julio from SA says, "Wait, hang on. Wimby hasn't been showing up. They play him less than thirty minutes a game. Still averages low to mid twenty points a game." One of the leaders in blocks his rookie year. Come on, man. He can only do what they allow him to do. I know. That's the problem with the Spurs. Now, he did get, uh, what was it, a 5 by 5 5 by 5 yeah. Well, I think he's one of the youngest to do it. But, I mean... The, what, what is a 5 by 5 It's where you get at least five, register five things in five stat categories. So that would be like five, uh, five points, five rebounds, five steals, five blocks, five assists. That sounds pretty good, man. Yes, it is. That's how it's going to be showing up. The Selly is the one that they keep highlighting the most of. I'm starting to be pretty impressed with that guy. On the Spurs? On the Spurs. All right. Well, look. We got some pieces. I, I don't know. I'm kind of with you there, Hulu from SA. It's just not. A f- Wimby's great. I think he's just a hater. Wimby's great. It's just the Spurs just are not hater. fun to watch right now. I wish well, that they were doing more with him is the problem. I mean, it's his, it's his rookie year. Your your goal is just to not get him, let himself check homeroom himself. All right? Well, he's already done more than that. What? Well, he's gotten. Out, he made it out of Summer League. I know. And so I'm just like, your goal this year is to not get hurt and to acclimate yourself to the NBA mm-hmm. and, this, and the game and how all those things. But, and I think he's done a good job. And like, just why, again, why is everybody in such a rush to turn things on for Wimby and the Spurs? Because if he wants to be one of the greatest of all time, you got to get after it these days. Um, can he wait until he's 20? I think he is 20. Well, can he wait until he's 21? Maybe. Okay. Um, I'm just. He's, he's, I do. I am looking at selling my one kidney I have so I can get a ticket to that Nuggets Spurs game when uh, they I would, play I would here. not recommend selling the one kidney you have. I can get I a dialysis like a, machine in the Moody Center. A, a piece of your liver, a gallbladder. They don't want like, that one. <laughs> Let me tell you, they don't want the liver. Yeah. Just a piece of it. That one little good piece that grows. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, all right. But if you are ready, Noah, let's kick it off. Some horns at high noon. Oh, yes. Everything Longhorns. Noah's going to get you caught up. Longhorns at high noon. Hook them. Hook them. Yeah. Uh, news. And if you're in the basketball world, a fan of hook em horns of the hoops world, they had a big one in Lawrence, Kansas. The fellas did not show up. Uh, they they did sadly what Nick thought. Um, you, you were accurate there. I had I had I had hope. 
the boys were getting cooked for being down 20 at half. I think yeah. it was over at pretty much as it started there. 45 to 25 going into half. Uh, the Longhorns outscore Texas, uh, Longhorns outscored the Jayhawks 42 to 41 by a point in the second. That's not going to be enough when you're down 20. So they lose 19. It was uh, 86 to 67. That one hurts because now yeah. you've played two. The two best teams, Iowa State, you can throw them in there. The two best teams on the road in your conference, and you have gotten smoked, including Houston. And like now right, this. Out, right out of the gate, smoked. there's nothing you can do. Uh, they were outscoring the paint 52 to 34, which just leads me to believe that, yeah, again, inside Texas has nothing. It's, and if yeah. you have something, you can beat them that way. Dylan DeSue, as I mentioned him, he's going to have to be big because he's been big. Eight points. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese Hunter, who really hasn't been shooting well this year, he had 12. He's tied for the team uh, leader with Dylan Mitchell, who had 12. Uh, my guy, Max Asmus, guy had five points. I, 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 you're not going to win games when that's the, the case. Horton with 10. Uh, Here, here's my question for you. Um, where do you feel about the Longhorns? D- does this program have momentum, or have we stalled under Coach Rodney? Well, Put in reverse tear. Put in reverse tear. Tear's done a decent job, obviously recruiting. So that's been the ideal. Uh, that's been ideal for him. Interesting year, you know what I mean? Because he took over with Chris Beard. That's not a surprise to anybody. A team that was ready to really compete, get to possibly a Final Four, which they almost did. Okay. I don't know, and I hate to be this way. I just don't know what this team is going to. I have no championship aspirations for them. Obviously, Look, that's going to be very tough. I want to be very supportive of the Longhorns. Of course, and I was support. I, I said that Rodney Terry he earned the right last year to coach the team. This year, I agree. I don't think that he has earned the right to coach next year. We'll see. No, I I, I think that you should look at and, and now. You know, the Longhorns will be moving from the Big 12, which is a very good, if not the best, it's college the best. basketball conference right to now. the SEC, which is... SEC's been very good this year, though. I will say that. In, in past years, not so much. This year's been... they got a lot of really I good I mean, they teams, turned the it on last year. Alabama, you Alabama's know, Brandon been Miller, good. Brandon Miller's into them. Yep. Um, yep. Do, is it going to be easier for the Longhorns going to the SEC than the Big 12? Uh, it's a step, quote-unquote, probably down-ish. I mean, but the Big 12, the reason, the only reason that is, is because the Big 12 is so competitive right now. You just implemented... You know, number two in the country, Houston. This yeah. is their first year in there, so you're getting that already. Iowa State's great right now. Kansas is playing up to their level. That they could be better, I think. But I mean, Baylor's so, very good. Baylor's eleventh, right? Like, right. there's so many, and even like teams like BYU. I guess that's a team who's solid. TCU's been pretty good. So, um, yeah, I mean, the SEC. I think there's there's more teams on more on the bottom of the barrel than a, a conference like the Big Twelve, right? Uh, but it's not going to be an easy transition. This won't be. Oh, it's it's all easy now because the SEC. The SEC is pretty pretty damn good. There's some, there's some good teams in the SEC. Mm. But I mean, just like like right now, I'm like, okay, the Longhorns. If we were to stay in the Big Twelve, I'd say like right now, there's no shot against Houston, Kansas, Iowa State. Uh, is there a shot for the Longhorns to become a power in the in the in the SEC? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they were like Texas last year was one of the top ones, right? They won the Big Twelve, so it's like a year removed from that. You yeah, lose some guys. I'm not saying that this is completely lost. No, but um, more specifically, can they do it with Rodney Terry? That's the question. That I don't have the answer to because and again, that is I, I, I don't think so. I, I think you go take. I don't even know who's coaching Texas Tech, but let's try it again. Mm-hmm. Let's try it again. Just yeah. go take their coach or, or do, do something like that. I mean, they're doing in another team that's doing. I just by the again, Longhorns. I, I just I, this this it seems that the team has stagnated under Coach Rodney Terry, or at least not developed. Uh, we're losing Max Asmus, so I don't yep. want to know what happens after that. Right. Um, yeah, they got. So they I, got. I, I think that you got to move on. You brought I think it you up. Move on. They got to. They go up to. Well, this this is really what's going to be telling you is what you're going to do in these last four games. They go up to Lubbock, legit tomorrow at 8 p.m. Taking on 23 Texas Tech. So that'll be a very telling game. You get Oklahoma State at home. They're the worst team in the conference. You should beat them. You got to go to Waco, who's 11th, and then you get Oklahoma. I mean, you got to win three of the four there, but mm-hmm. to really have this. A full blown conversation. I just I, look. I've I've seen enough with yeah. the losses to Houston and to Kansas. Well, we gotta wait. Well, we're not a team to go too far. Like, yeah, maybe just, the bracket plays out a little differently, right. and we it's get some matchups. lucky breaks along that way. But yeah, but when is, you're sitting there hoping for lucky breaks and matchups, your program is not in good where standing. it should be. Yeah, well, like, it, I, the standard that you wanted at right where it was now, leading towards sure, but I, they're still is, seventeen and ten. Is like, that what make Texas? Has been like like honestly going. I mean, we fired Shaka Smart because he couldn't get to the tournament. Right. Yeah. You know. So just making the tournament is progress. But I think if you ask the Texas basketball fans, they do not want to be one of these teams where you're just like, okay, maybe we get a class of seniors every four years. We get a team that actually has a shot at going deep. 
they would tell you that's not enough. It's not going to work. It's not going it, to work. It's, it's, it's not going to keep sustain. No. no. So, yeah. uh, better news, I assume, for the basketball team? Baseball. Baseball. Baseball, baseball yes, team. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Damn, so, Sawyer, so, so close to being a good, good. Yeah. Sawyer, uh Sawyer and I got to go to the game. That was fun. Thanks again, Powell, for the tickets. Yeah. Uh, and you were the one to inform me. I saw Friday they won and didn't allow a run. I didn't realize Saturday they didn't allow a run. Nope. And Sunday. What happened on Sunday? They didn't allow any runs. Yeah. They went 27 innings without allowing Skunk them. a first, run. First time Cal since Poly. 2005. Wow. So the so, boys so were humming. We got, we, got the, we got the arms. We got the pitchers. Uh, what did we see? Uh, Score-wise, I think it was four homers. Yeah. They won, what, Bombing. six, six, zero, I yep. believe, that one. Um, yeah. Left a c- couple guys on base. It was good. Uh, great turn for the Horns. Uh, ladies in softball suffered their first loss of the season. They did. Uh, did win yesterday. We could hear it from Dish Falk. Uh, they are number two in the nation They're right doing now, just which fine. Which is awesome. Right. Uh yeah, it was a great time in the field. You know, nothing Did like. You guys go check out the Yeti yard. Uh, we we gandered at it from afar. <laughs> so from where your seats were, you yeah, looked at it. We looked at it. and We're like, wow, they're getting cooked too. They were. Um, getting was, cooked. It, was it packed? Was it? No, yeah. it was actually pretty empty for a while. I okay. was like, bringing a cooler wouldn't be a bad idea. I still want to know how that works. Is like, do they kick you out after a certain amount of time? Nope. Or are you on there? Nope. So you're there until you leave. And, There'll be people right. waiting outside to take your spot. Uh, there was a baby sitting next to me in the stands whose name was also Sawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's very right. odd. Did want to give him a Ooh. beer to see if he was gonna, you know, follow in footsteps. <laughs> Parents you, you did not this love like that. A, a weird time travel thing? Did you meet yourself as an? My infant? old lady brought that up, and it might yeah. be. Uh, who knows which way I'm heading? Um, but <laughs> or if he was sitting back in time to stop my takes from getting on the radio. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling his parents, it's fine. He's gonna grow up and be just like me. Just crushing Bud Lights and hot dogs at a, <laughs> a college baseball game. How many did you get up to? Uh, what I have uh, uh, more Bud Lights than hot dogs. Oh, yeah, the the uh, d- I, uh, d- uh, what did I say? I was saying twelve ninety nine works every time. Is my new saying. Yeah. When I put Genius. the two dogs down in one Bud Light, and it just goes. There's only one hot dog on here, Genius. and I'm like, love it. <laughs> Uh, well, there goes Sawyer's chance of being a credentialed press member of the year. Ah, man. They're never going to Come on, man. All right. Uh, here. Uh, so they played Cal Poly. Yep. The Mustangs. Mm-hmm. 2 6 7 Yep. Uh, is this a good indicator? Because like the San Diego, they they crushed San Diego. They crushed Houston Christensen in the start of the, ceiling, the, the, the season. Uh, is Cal Poly give us a good barometer of how good this Longhorns team is? Because right now you have to be super excited. We've got the pitching. We've got the hitting. Is coming so no, that's coming this weekend. As that, this weekend is where we're going to really find out what kind of a team we've got correct. against uh, you got LSU, LSU defending national champion, the Astros Foundation College Classic at Minute Maid Park in Houston, yes. the mighty Texas Bob Texas State Bobcats. Yes, are you going to that? two or three, two, He's got two for one. I do have tickets, but I'm waiting to hear back from Cap City about work this weekend, so I might oh, have a I'll ticket a, up for grabs. I'll um, be at Barbecue Austin. Right, cool. Right, but right oh, right. if I don't have work, I will be crushing dogs and beers. Just don't say it. Just don't. Just say you're going to be at the rodeo, Austin. Don't say the other part. Oh, why not? Ah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Presented by them, putting it on, paying me. Yeah, like that's well. If you're going to say Coors Light, mention Coors Light. I thought that I you said were kind of mumbling. Coors Light, yeah. Okay, but then I looked up and I saw the Bud Light sign. I was like, mm. well, see what I'm saying? Well, was, exactly. Negotiate. Either, either don't it say it. I did say or it. Or say it with confidence. Okay, all right. Don't all right, do whatever, the Coors whatever. Light. Just say, right, proudly say Coors Light. Like, the Longhorns are taking on LSU, Texas State, and then Vanderbilt. So two, no offense to Texas State, but two just blue bloods of baseball at this point. Yeah. And Texas State, obviously, good. is pretty good. Very they have good. beat them. So. Yeah. I'm, mad, I'm mad that that's this weekend. I, I would like to go see Texas State. Don't we play... Uh, they play a home and away with Texas State okay. in April. That one, for sure, we're going to go check out. Yes. Right? We're gonna Absolutely. We're going to there. I will go definitely... Uh, uh, that game that packs out, too. The and Bobcats a, come out in full force of dish. And a week yeah. from tomorrow, the Aggies, Stormtown. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a big tailgating uh, scene at Dish Falk? I know so they, 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 they do the Occupy, do left, the field. occupy left Field is really the tailgating. Because if you say that the Bobcats are coming, that might be funny. Ooh, yeah. Good one to start off with. The You're not thing. wrong. All right. My idea's brewing. Well, I'll tell you what. I teased that I had some Jonathan Brooks news. Yes. Uh, spoiler alert. Rumors, reports that the Cowboys are very excited about him, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow, whether that is good or bad for Cowboys fans, for Jonathan Brooks fans. We ran out of time here. Uh, I would do it next segment, but we've got to do our movie Monday review of The Miracle. Mm. Or just Miracle? Miracle. Just Miracle. Just Miracle. Just Miracle. We all watched it. And uh, we will give our thoughts when we return. Three guys on sports. Stick around. 
Three guys on sports, 1027 ESPN Radio in your ear holes on a movie Monday, a new thing we're doing now that football is over. We're going to watch a sports movie every weekend, come back and talk about it. Uh, hopefully you guys played along with us at home because we watched Miracle, the, the Miracle on Ice, hockey story, Disney, all that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we will get into that here in just a second. But first, Dex messages, 834-1027. That's how you get in on the show here. And uh, that's what one texture did. They said, what did Texas baseball do in 2005? Uh, well, they won the, the national title. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last, last time that they won the title. I don't know if that's what you're getting at there, if you're just thumping your chest uh, texture. But, hey, yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of which, we didn't get into it in Horns at High Noon there, but a uh, big shout-out as well to the women's basketball team. Yep. Number three in the country after destroying the UCF Knights, 87-56. to 56. Congratulations. Uh, Well-deserved. They are behind South Carolina, Ohio State, ahead of Stanford, Virginia Tech, and Caitlin Clark's Iowa team. Uh-oh. So, yeah, that's, that's wow, guys. Yeah. Number one seed in University of Texas Longhorns. Look at that. Um, I'm officially on on the women's basketball team. I'm all, I'm off of Coach Rodney and his thing there. Sorry, Rodney. Sorry, buddy. Uh, but as I mentioned, Movie Monday. It's a Sawyer a Saw, Sawyer stole produced thing. There says so oh, your idea. Crunching tape. So take it away, my guy. All right. The movie this week, uh, picked by Noah, was 2004's Miracle, a true story of Herb Brooks, the player turned coach who led the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team to victory over a seemingly invincible Soviet squad. Uh, you said you'd never seen this, Nick. What'd you think? Uh, it it was good. They they do a really good job, especially with the, with the actual match. Uh, I mm. saw that they 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 hired hockey players and taught them to act. Yeah, and that's why I was like, I've never seen any of these. Yeah, these kids before or after or since. Yeah, since uh, so I thought that was really cool. Like the hockey action was really good, legit, and they did a very good job of um doing the the suspense and the excitement and yes, everything. For something that you that already knew all, that was yeah. going to happen. That's yeah, what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. I was taking away. The uh, first opening game uh, that they play against Sweden in the uh, the Olympics when they need a tie, I was like, I found myself very, very engaged in that game. I was like, wait, I know this works out for them, yeah. but still, I was like, I hope they score. Yeah. <laughs> like, so considering the fact that I could not tell any of those son of a bitch kids apart, uh-huh. They all just yeah. have long hair and look it like sound like dudes. they're from Mass, yeah, <laughs> from Mass or Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, film. So I, I could I couldn't tell any of that. The hockey action, I have no idea what's going on. Who's playing who? Why OC is is important? Yeah, but they, but they they make up for that with like just the the feels that they generate mm-hmm. as a sport throughout the, all so that. The, yeah, uh, the film is considered to be one of the most accurate depictions of true events, including dialogue, according to the actual 1980 team. The only inaccuracies uh, in the film include Herb Brooks attending Christmas party with players and giving them nicknames. They also said that Brooks' language had to be toned down immensely <laughs> to maintain the film's uh, they said we respected him, but I wouldn't say we liked him. Uh, Herb wasn't going to holiday parties with players, and he wasn't coming up with cute nicknames for him. Uh, there's a great, great Herb, uh, uh, Herb Brooks uh, quote from. They don't show it in the movie. The movie's all about them playing the Soviet team, mm-hmm. but which people always misremember. Uh, it's one of those uh, like I guess like you a think Mandela that was the gold effect. match. You think that's yeah, the, the gold medal? Effect. But yeah, uh, they effect, play yeah. Finland in the next one, and like many of their games, they were losing going into the third, two to one. And uh, Herb Brooks says, if you don't finish this now, you'll take it to your effing grave. And then as he walked out of the locker room, he turned around looked at me and said, you're effing grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, uh, that was one of the things after watching this that I was kind of interested in with, with the whole Herb Brooks thing. Because like, yeah. cause, like the, they, I'm assuming that everybody watched this with us. So I don't of course. Really, mm-hmm. I have to assume. Spoilers. Also, it's like about it's uh, a, a historical event. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a scene where he's after their one of their, their tune-up games against I think Sweden, Norway, Norway. I think this is one you're talking about. Where he's not satisfied, and he makes them run the equivalent of gassers. Yeah, again, again. they call them Herbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you think that he's like this hard-ass coach, and it's like, and like the whole thing is like, hey, are you being too tough on these boys? He's like, nah. It turns out he was just the right amount of tough. Which I, after watching the movie, I went back and did some research on it. And it was like, yeah, like he made that, him do it. Well, no, no, he made him do it. But like that was what everybody said about him is he knew exactly, specifically, especially with this team, mm-hmm. of how hard he could push. That's why mm-hmm. I had him take the test, right? Yeah. There's that whole yeah, psychological yeah, the test. And then Jim, Jimmy Craig, their their uh, goalie. goalie, didn't take the test. 
And then it's this weird psychology of, oh, I'll take the test if you want me to take the test because they were going to bench yeah. him, right? And he goes, I want the guy who didn't take the test. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just, it's just well, cool. Then, so did uh, everybody else coaching. fail the test by taking the test? No, no, no it was it was like yeah, a test. No, just, yeah, a yeah. test within the test. A test yeah. within the test and for Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Now that brings me to the, uh, we named a couple of things, uh, Sports Center top 10 scenes. What uh, My favorite scene oh, yeah, right. of all time, just growing up playing hockey especially, is the post-Norway Herbie's that they have to again. skate when he does the again, when he does the again. It's been memed into actual Olympic culture now when TJ Oshie in the 2012 Olympics went 5-for-5 five five in the shootout against the uh, Russians. And uh, they just show it and they cut to Herb in the meme every time he's saying yeah. it again. He skates down, he scores on Bobrovsky, he keeps scoring. And U.S. wins that game. Don't win the medal that year, but they right. win that game. Uh, that's definitely my favorite scene from the entire movie, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Uh, mine is going to be. Well, I mean, other than just the climax of the film, when when they mm. finally weed him, like again, like I said, like I got, I got, I don't like, I don't understand hockey. I, I suppose I like hockey. I don't say I don't like hockey, right? But like, I don't. So it's hard for me to follow like what is going on and why these things are important and who's doing this. But it was cool uh, in the match against so the when they have to get that that tying goal at the end of the second. Or no, yeah, at the end of the like first, yeah, and he sends the, uh, he sends the fellow to go, and they score like, hey, with no time left score. on the clock. Like, I was like, okay, that that's cool, that's mm-hmm. cool. So like, I suppose for for me it was that. Uh, also, I was kind of cooking vegetables while I was watching the first oh, half yeah. of this movie, so you know. But uh, Noah, your favorite? Scene? My favorite scene. I mean, obviously, it's got to be when they're playing Russia. I just love the reaction because they're just the Russians themselves were just like robots, no emotion, mm-hmm. and seeing the coach. It wasn't really like a player thing, but seeing him like legit, like his eyebrows, nuts eyebrows. That uh, actor, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like oh. Oh, like bleep! You know what I mean? Like, oh crap! They are actually way different. Obviously, the ten-three yeah. team we played. They, they are played two weeks ago. Oh, that's right. still be a coach. You right. blew the game, buddy. Yeah. Right. So Crazy. your goalie after the first period. Right. He said that had uh, no plan the, for the coach had uh, calls that his greatest regret of his career is pulling his starting yeah. goalie after the first period. Yeah. And then uh, after the game, they were talking about how the coach they had never been down. So they did not know what to do in six on five play, and when that's you, why they did goalie, not pull yeah, their own goalie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Russian team also had the game beaten into them in such a sense that they were like robots in a sense. So they were taken aback to see a team enjoy a victory so much they hadn't seen it ever. pretty much yeah. ever. When, when, like when the USA team was celebrating, right? yeah. yeah. The they clear the benches ten minutes to go in the game to celebrate. Like, yeah. buddies, you got a lot of hockey left to play. <laughs> Wild Al Michaels, they had the actual like video of him and audio, which that was, was cool. great. That was they cool. uh, the director said instead of trying to get Al Michaels to relive that call, if you listen carefully, you can see here where the last ten seconds of it is cut to the original audio yeah. from the uh, nineteen eighty game. Do you have that there? Yeah, yeah. Well, somewhere in here, I've got it. Uh, yeah, the actual. Which which Should that was the miracles? Yes, <laughs> I was. I did notice that, and I was like, "Is is is this present day Al Michaels?" Uh, For a bit, like uh, the this? earlier parts of it. Well, but. just the the actual. Do you believe in miracles? Yes, call. Apparently, Al didn't think that he could summon it up again, and so he just didn't do it. Which um, I don't know. I, I that that felt it made me feel weird. It's like watching that Air movie with uh, Ben Affleck and Matt uh-huh. Damon. Uh, where you see Jordan, but it's obviously like not Michael. You not, never show his like, face. I just thought that was weird of the fact that you can't see Al Michaels, and I guess maybe I missed that when you actually do see him. They video. show him like, like on the TV, like, like it's a TV video of him. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? They, like, they show the actual yeah, yeah, like the so broadcast. Like that, that was just weird to me. Like either Cassie, uh, somebody need to be Al Michaels or get Al Michaels. Like, I don't know. Like that was just. I understand you're in a conundrum, so I don't know what the answer is. But yeah, I, that that did just. A little, little nitpick for you, a little coach's challenge, if you will. Sure. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, what's up next? Uh, we got the uh, the stadium jam. My favorite part is when the guys are all getting to know each other at the bar mm, and Don't yeah. Fear the Reaper is playing in the yeah, background when they're talking about uh, the coach at the same time. I thought that was very well played. I also uh, enjoyed that scene when he's like, why'd you get into hockey? And he's like, the chicks, dude. <laughs> so good. Well, I got into it to win a national title, and that guy stole the ring off my finger. <laughs> Um, I enjoyed that a lot. Uh, MVP of the movie. Who'd y'all have as the MVP? I mean, it's got to be uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt is he's great in that. Uh, yeah. I I do like um, whoever played Jimmy Craig. I thought Jim that Craig. Was, yeah, that's I who saying. I thought. Especially one hundred and seventy six saves during that Olympic <laughs> run. There, <laughs> pretty good. 
I like the, the kid uh, who played Jack O'Callaghan. He did a really good job with that role. The guy who yeah. got injured and then they kept bring him, brought him back. Again, know? I would love to credit all these, especially the knowing the fact that they were hockey players and not necessarily mm. act, yeah. act, actors. Because, like, you know, there's a whole issue of um, do kids act good? There was the karate kid, or not, uh, Cobra Kai. I know no. lots of complaints about that. If you're a fan of the new Avatar live action series on Netflix, people are very critical of these kids. So the acting is not, when you have youths it's right. not going to be top notch anyway but I, I I didn't realize until afterwards that those guys were not you know I thought they were Actual like actor, Disney yeah. Channel kids or something like that um, but the fact that I can't tell any of them apart or what's going on like like I was like did he pull that Craig dude the goalie or yeah, is he just still in there like I, just, I wasn't paying attention so um, for me it was Kurt Russell and, and just like I, I thought that he did a really good job of, of embodying the character uh huh and uh, like at, at the very end, when he he finally wins, and he there's that little on. scene with his wife where they don't say anything, but he just, they just have this look back and forth. That got to me, and then he mm-hmm. goes out to the hall, has his just, little cry, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Shows him so, after the first yeah. time. I love the I love just going back to your audio because I kind of forgot the categories here. Just the ending with when they're showing all the careers and what they're doing, what they're they coaching, and what on Dream On by Aerosmith's going. Oh, on that's a back. great that's one. Good. That's, yeah, good. that's a good way to end it for sure. I think that was like the trailer for it. Um, my coach's challenge though does come to Kurt Russell. The accent goes in and out yeah, so yes, much yeah. that I'm like he Minnesota. only nails some of the Minnesota parts of it. Yeah. Uh, my sixth man, I had uh, the assistant coach. I really enjoyed yes. uh, Noah. Or I Noah believe Emmer. Emmer. the guy from uh, the Truman Show. I was just thinking of him mm. as that. Yeah, <laughs> see, I, he's, he's Stan Beeman on the Americans to me. Uh, but like that, and also he's the uh, the CDC director in Walking Dead. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah that's, that's right. Uh, yeah, that tells you there's nothing you can do. You're all effed. Yeah. Uh, that that that's guy, not so much for his character. I I just like that actor. He's 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 the new J.K. Simmons of one of those character actors. But just oh, like does a great job of being the the humanity. Like he's, yeah. there's always a mm. a weird warmth to his characters. Oh, yeah. like a genuineness. So like that that guy's awesome. Mm, and yeah. yeah, he was he was good in that in that role of like, are we are we sure we should be doing? Yeah, like oh yeah, are we, yeah, are we sure what we're doing here? And my uh, my last two bits of trivia. One very sad. Uh, yeah. Actually, over the weekend, the actor who played Ralph Cox, the fellow that gets cut right at the very end, Kenneth Mitchell, passed away Saturday sad. at the age of forty nine after a five year battle with ALS. Uh, thanks for what you did, Kenneth. You're, yeah. it was, I'm sure, sorely missed. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and lastly, uh, there's a gentleman on the team, number 20, Bob Suter. Mm-hmm. Bob Suter. Suter. Uh, his son is currently a defenseman for the Dallas Stars, one of the oldest players in the NHL currently, and uh, arguably the biggest liability on the Dallas Stars, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> We're paying him way too much money uh, for what he has to do, being a traffic cone out there. Right. You know, uh, here, no, you can do all your... your Oh, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Because uh, I want to jump into nitpicks. Yeah. That's the last thing I have there is is my nitpicks, um, which now I'm I'm forgetting off the top of my head. But oh, um, so they they did the whole. Uh, I didn't watch the ending of that, but like. No, I don't know where I'm going. So Noah, Noah, you talk about the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit just kind of the only thing I had nitpick for me was a little bit just the timeline kind of hard to follow because it was like days, months. Yeah, and kind suddenly, of yeah, they yeah, you know start I mean? out in the summer and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, we're three weeks away. <laughs> three weeks away, then we're a few days away. Oh, that just happened yesterday. So a little bit of that timeline wise, but because some of these kids were still all playing in college too, so they didn't really... Yeah, they, yeah. They kind of didn't really bring up that because they brought up that one kid from Minnesota who was already on the team. So there was a little bit of separation, and I kind of wish they would have made it more like put together cohesive with the actual college like teams that were that had playing. So it was a bunch of kids who played at BU. It was a bunch of kids who played at Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, but yeah, no. Overall, I really, I really like the movie. It's a good movie. So, it's always fun. Especially it's kind of it is kind of weird. Like when I watch it, I'm like, this doesn't really feel like maybe some of the music it seems a Disney movie. Yeah, especially really with the way Kurt treats his wife. Right, <laughs> he's a real yeah. ass. Yeah, I did. You didn't ask about this. Doesn't matter. Doesn't that's what matter. I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the coach. Look, look. Knowing that it's it's going back afterwards and saying like okay this is really accurate to what things really happened was really cool because there's a lot of stuff yeah like in the little bit of Cold War they kind of showed that in the news mm-hmm. articles briefly they didn't really get too deep into that which probably is for the better but that was actually kind of cool it opens yeah. up with the whole scene of just right. everything that's been happening terrible in the world and why everybody right. it set the stage for why this was such an important moment for people because like we needed it after right. all the the terrible stuff Vietnam all the Watergate yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. So that was cool. Um, yeah, it, and like at first I was just like, okay, well look, the Soviets, these guys have been dominating for like what they say, 15 years? Yeah, yeah they hadn't lost like, the Olympics in four is straight. Is it possible they were just old? 
Yeah, we'll just, you could get to just, that. It's like LeBron James now, where they're still really, really good. But like, but you interesting know, enough, the Japanese team was the oldest team at that Olympics. Yeah. So I think with an average age of thirty, and the U.S. was the youngest. So they did have the youth, and they, like they said in the uh, the call, they said this uh, Russian team hasn't had anyone that's conditioned to skate with them in that manner. Yeah, you know that True. is that, that there. That's my other nitpick. Is that originally <laughs> I, I just I was like, okay, well this movie. It's just a guy has a plan for how to beat the Soviets, and it's just do things that everybody was either too arrogant or stupid to do as far as playing styles and everything. Uh, it goes back to the whole problem with dream teams is you have a collection of stars versus a team. And he's like, hey, maybe we just actually like focus on team building, and that's how we do this. Yeah. Um, but like again, it, it all happened accurately, so I'm okay with that because it does it. It seems a little too good to be true right. Hollywood style yeah. ending but it is it's, yeah, that's, it what, is, yeah. it is, yeah. that's what makes it great and so like and again by the end of the movie actually when they get to the game I'm sucked into all this stuff the right. stuff before I don't care it's like right, oh yeah. mm-hmm. hard ass coach too tough for the guys blah sure. blah 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 uh, what would have been my coolest scene if they feel like they had done a little bit better and maybe again this is what happened historically so they stuck to it but uh, at the beginning of the movie, when he's the coach is, is her Brooks is out there, is like, okay, where, who are you and where are you from? And everybody's mm-hmm. saying Minnesota or Boston. One of the two, yeah. Like I was like, oh, eventually they're all going to say Team USA, right? And it happens way too early in the movie. Uh, it's also one of the only inaccuracies in the movie too. Is uh, yeah. the, the the bag skate there quit when uh, they said it was? I can't remember one of the players. Johnson uh, slammed his stick into the glass and broke it. Yeah. Yeah, so like, all right, we'll quit. Yeah, and so like I, I guess like, and that that happens early on, and that's that's when they do the whole finally the team captain, um, what, what's his name, Mike Erosioni. Yes. Erosioni. He's like, I'm Mike Erosioni, and I I play for Team USA, yeah. and I was like, that was perfect for like later on later on uh-huh. in the movie. Yeah, that like in the that locker room. Me chills. If, yeah. Yes, yeah. either either after they lose to the Soviets in the first. Before they actually play the Olympics. And a great way of showing how they push them is in that Sweden game when they go into the locker room and they're losing. He, he's going after the team and all that. And then he turns to the coach and goes, now fire him up. I love that <laughs> yeah. scene. Like, it's one of my favorite you scenes. He's really he's mad. He's the OC of, of, being, of, yeah. Yeah. of quitting because like, of a, a bruise. You want me to play on one leg? Yeah. I'll play on one leg. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah, that'll do it. Uh, okay. And so, yeah, I, just, I, was just like, I was like, oh, you like that's where I would have been like, you guys should have tweaked this a little bit. And, and and that just would have that would that, like that would have given me chills if all of a yeah. sudden you saw them mm-hmm. coming together and, and just like team, I play for team sake because I knew that was going to happen. So, but overall you liked it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's 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 solid movie, right? Yeah, I, I I again I see why this is one of the most inspirational stories in all of sports. Yeah, I cannot come, I cannot think of a a close second to what should be the most iconic uh, thing in sports, especially of that 20th century. Just because, yeah, the, the correlation with the countries. and what, it's, It was bigger than just sports itself, which and, sports is huge. Yeah, and, and also just, you know, when they show you that montage of just how much everything sucks in the world, I just yeah. want to say, like, everybody that's doing the same thing right now, like, see, guys, you could, we, we'll survive all this stuff. Yeah. We'll survive all this stuff. Last yeah. time they won that's the gold, great. and that was the legit last time we've won gold as a country in hockey, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. A couple of second place finishes, right. 2002, oh. 2012. I also saw like at the very end when they tell you that Herb Brooks uh, died before he could see this movie. I know. That was, that was, that was, was tough. Like, oh, that's sad. It's like he's a uh, car accident. Like, yeah, I'm like, I know. I thought he was just old or had cancer or something. Right. Like, car yeah. accident. That's Anyway, my brain is weird. He completed the mission, though. Uh, okay. Uh, before we take a quick break, I want to go to the phone lines, 834-1027. Our guy, Northside Dave, is on the line, says this is one of my favorite movies. Yes. So you talk about this movie as well. I assume you watched it with us, Dave. So Northside. Yeah, I love this. My favorite movie. I, I homeschooled my two sons, and I made them watch this movie, and they had to write a report on it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, you, know, you know they made another one before this with Carl Molden as, uh, as playing Herb Brooks. You do know that, right? Yes. Uh-uh. I mean, I, when I was re- do, reading the Wikipedia page after watching the movie for fun facts and things, I, I saw that they had made it before. But yeah, have you seen that one? Is that one better, worse? Uh, you know, it was made for TV. You were never made it to the mm. theaters. So, oh, okay. Uh, none of you guys were were wrong when that happened, were you? Uh, I'm 83, so no. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Well. I remember the game very vividly, and it was so funny because later on we found out that the game was played in the afternoon. They already won, and I was in college up in Ripon, Wisconsin, watching the game at 8 o'clock at night huh. in, in our fraternity. I was watching it, 
And when the game ended, we tore the place. I mean, we went nuts. <laughs> awesome. We were pouring beer That's on awesome. each other. We were punching pads yeah. at each other. We That's were so cool. fired up about it. But anyway, okay, that's my two cents. I've spoken. Thank you, Northside. Appreciate, Side. appreciate Dave. that. Yeah, that's yeah, a cool thing. Though. I didn't realize that Northside Day was also Principal Dave. That's got to be some... Man, was that his frat in Wisconsin of all places? Yeah. Some of the players were legit from Wisconsin. That's a cool place to be yeah. for that. That's I, awesome. I did think that was interesting, and um, the fact that it was on a tape delay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. could have been hugely spoiled, but but no. Tape but delay no. in sports was a huge issue until like almost oh, yeah. the 90s, it feels like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're playing yeah. NBA final games in the middle of the day. Now you can just get updates before uh, anything even happens yeah, like, on your end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Like, I sadly... I wasn't didn't mean to look at my phone, but I got an update right away when Patrick Holmes had the game winning touchdown. Like I was like ten seconds ahead. I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen here in, yeah. the, in the Super Bowl this year. Is what I'm talking. No about. phones. No, no phones. That's what we do. No Whenever phones. me and the uh, fantasy yeah. football no. group get together, we always like someone will accidentally see something, and you just hear yeah. them yelling, like, "No phones! No phones!" No phones. <laughs> and then no we're just glued to red zone. Wait, right. I, I've got that friend. Shout out to my guy Dave B, who doesn't yep. realize that I'm watching on the illegal streams that are several. Seconds, if not minutes. Yeah, it's about it's forty like, seconds. Just, yeah, pop in the group text and be like, "Can you believe that?" And I was like, "Well, thanks, thanks Dave. Dave. Thanks. Come on, no Dave. Dave. No phones. Respect the delay." Uh, text messages. Montopolis Chris is trying to continue his feud with uh, Northside Dave, saying mean <laughs> things about his kids. I'm not going to get into that wow. one. Wow. Um, made him watch it, and it did a different. Yeah, why even bring it up, Nick? Why even do that? Crazy T says, loved Al Michaels saying, you don't know the difference between a blue line and a clothes line. Mm. It doesn't matter. And yeah, that was mm. kind of uh, when they opened up the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again. It's a bar. <laughs> like, I, it, the same thing happened to me as that happened to everybody watching these Olympics live or on tape delay back in the days. You just get, you get sucked, sucked into in it. It doesn't matter if you're yeah. about hockey, the patriotism, the USA, all of that stuff. Uh, so yeah, that, that was really cool moments there. All right. Any final thoughts about the the miracle there, guys? Let's do it again this year. Come on, guys. Yep. We got a good Olympic roster going up there. That does seem crazy that we haven't been able to, to make it happen. Canadians are just so good. The international aspect of the sport is insane. The Finns yeah. are incredible. The right. Swedes, Swedes are very good. Yep. Germany's got some guys, too. Like, there's some really good players mm, yeah. all throughout the, the world, obviously. It is also it, it is weird to me for my brain to wrap around the idea that uh, the Americans were the underdogs, huge underdogs against the Soviets, yet they're kicking everybody else's ass. They 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 mauled Czechoslovakia, who yeah. was the number two team. Yeah. But what was interesting is how they broke those teams. I think it's the conditioning aspect, and they would score oh, like because in every single one of the games they were losing. They came from behind in every single one of those games on that yeah. Olympic run. Yeah. This is and, the. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Well, I was going to say, like, like, there's a scene in there where Herb Brooks is saying, like, hey, if we play this team ten times, they'll probably beat us nine, but all yeah. we need is this one. So the mm-hmm. element of surprise, I do think if, yeah, if you had played a series or made play the Russians again, which uh, they did uh, the next Two Olympics. Two weeks before, yeah. Or after, like, and they crushed them. Um, and so I'm, I'm like, like, part of me, the cynical part of me is like, well, this they were obviously the second best team easily. Yeah. Or at least you know the conditioning. I'm like, yeah. is this really an underdog story? But no, like even even with all that and being those other teams, it was still like that's how big the Soviets and dominant we were. So it's 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 very impressive for context. Just right now, 2023 world rankings. So it's a little you know last year's, but they got Canada, Finland, Russia, and then the United States at four. But promising things coming up. Germany five too. Yeah, that's, I think those are also kind of ranked off of uh, U18 playing. and U20. Okay, gotcha. Here, last thing. It was I believe. Uh, that Eubanks, the captain guy, mm. never actually played professional hockey after no. that? No. Uh, Jim Craig was one of the few that actually played play for the Minnesota North Stars. Yes. Pretty cool. But like they, they said on the Wikipedia, it's like, it's like he just he didn't try because he accomplished all of his goals by winning the medal, which, I, again, hey. if you're going to do it, like go out on top, top. like that. Like, absolutely. Mm. Mic drop it. Perfectly executed. Right. I just thought that was interesting. Like, like your goal was to beat the Soviets in the Olympics, yeah. and you did. And I, I, I guess in the time, maybe that was the top accomplishment you get in hockey was beating the Soviets. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, hopefully he's uh, never had to buy a beer the rest of his life. All right. When we come back, we will wrap things up. Three guys on sports. We still have to, oh, speaking of hockey, let's get uh, that puck, get the puck out of the, the way. Right. We'll check in with that as well as shoving anything else that we guys have in our, uh, our news folders. Uh, you know what? I guess we'll talk a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about Shane Gillis, Saturday Night Live. Mm, See if yeah, everybody's caught up on that. Uh, we'll do that when we turn. Three guys on sports. Stick around. 
Final segment, three guys on Sports 1027 ESPN Radio. Again, if you are just tuning in, haven't heard it before, big changes coming to the uh, show lineup here. Uh, first of all, we are going to be moving from noon to 2 starting next Monday, so still two hours with your three guys on sports. Just going to move it back a little bit. Uh, hopefully that's all amenable to you guys, but again, starting next Monday. Uh, we have to make room because we're getting a morning show here on Ooh. 127 ESPN Radio. I cannot tell you with who yet, outside of myself, but I'll you. be there. The brand continues right. to grow. I drew the short straw, and I have to wake up early in the morning. That's fine. Mm. That's fine. I'll take it, man. I There's three more. I'll get away from that drywall. <laughs> can, can, can I keep the raise? Can I keep the raise I'm getting? Oh, do the get him, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna be big. we're gonna have a morning show starting uh, seven to ten, then two hours of Greeny, three guys on sports, something in the afternoons, and then uh, Jeff Ward will come in, Jeff and Ed as, as well, close things out for you. So yeah, uh, stuff's improving. Having all kinds of meetings, they're building us a man cave to do the show out I'm of. So excited for that! Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's gonna be awesome, dude. Little video. We're gonna do some listener events. Yep, yeah. listener events uh, happening. Three right. guys on sports on YouTube. If you haven't already yep. checked it out, check us Not, out. We're gonna have a lot more content with the new studio coming on as well. Uh, but we're still going to bring you the same classic three guys bits that you've known us and loved us with, mm-hmm. uh, including right now we're going to do, speaking of hockey, talked about Miracle. Hockey. Uh, if you are ready, let's get Noah, it. let's do some uh, get the puck out of the way. 60 seconds on what happened with your guy Noah Christ. Yes, we had to the East Coast. The lightning strikes. The Jersey Turnpike as Tampa gets the win 4-1 to one over the Debs. We move on to the Battle of Pennsylvania. It's not an Iowa football score, no. It is to 7-6. The Penguins get the win in Pittsburgh. We go to Chicago where Chris Chelios is getting honored and so is Patty Kane as he returns for his first time to the United Center wearing a different jersey. And oh yes, Patty Kane in overtime has to end the sad Blackhawks dreams with a game winner into OT. The Wings get the 3-2 win in Chicago. The Sabres take care of business and shoot out against the Hur- Carolina Hurricanes. They win 3-1. The Coyotes lose again. Yes, this is 12 in a row. Oh, Ooh. boy. Not good, Jim. They lose to Winnipeg 4-3. The Blue Jackets, they lift, they light off the cannon four times against the Rangers. Rangers doing well, but have a bad loss here in Columbus. 4-2. And the Predators cook the Ducks 4-2 as well. Yes. Shout out Patty Kane. It was a great day Man. in Chicago. They retired yes. Chris Chelios's number, and even he and he gave the uh, hat tip to Patty Kane. He's like, go ahead, steal the show. It's your yes. first game back in the United States. I mean, you did something that Chelios never did for the Blackhawks. Won yeah. three Stanley Cups. Yeah, exactly. Three Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Like Chris Chelios also now plays for the Detroit Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, both played for Chicago and Detroit. Big, It's a big original six rivalry, so... Um, yeah, man, this was cool. I was actually watching this game before I turned on Miracle. He got a wide-open pass in overtime mm-hmm. uh, to just legit... Uh, I'll retweet the video on our socials at 3 Guys on Sports. But legit just kind of looks back. Nobody's behind him. It's just him and the goalie. And there it is. Showtime's mm-hmm. his nickname. Goalie's worth Showtime, showtime. And he the, the, the crowd, you just see everybody... You can see everyone's hands over their head like, of course Patty Kane just did this to us <laughs> on, his return. on his return night. So it was it was awesome. Little hey, storybook uh, stuff. While you're putting stuff on the socials, yeah. at 3 Guys on Sports on Twitter, give us a follow. Uh, can you put on that that fight from this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. The Rampire uh, State that, that Building. That permeated my, my sports... Uh, what did you say about that kid? He's, he, he has more penalty. He's been... <laughs> playing since uh, the stadium series right. so his first game would have been a week and a half a ago, week and, a half ago and uh, he has more penalty minutes than he does uh, actual ice time That's yeah, awesome. for those of us who aren't puckheads who are yeah. we talking about uh, his name is I forget what his first name is his last name is Rimpe uh, he plays for the New York Rangers he's like Rangers. 6'8 defense 6'7 6'9 on skates and uh, in New York they're starting to call him the Rimpire State Building yeah, I love it and I feel I'm starting to feel bad for the guy because everybody wants to get their shot at fighting him and so you'll look at some of these highlights. I believe the one you're talking about against Columbus. Well, the one that uh, he, he had a great fight against someone in Philadelphia two yep. nights ago. And then uh, he got in a fight last night against Columbus. And you look at the, the what do they call the little scoreboard? Where Score ticker. Score ticker. Yeah. And uh, he's getting in a fight, 17.30 remaining in the first period. It's like two and a half minutes of play have gone by. It's probably his first shift. Sure, everybody's just going immediately. Just want and shot immediately wants yeah. to fight him. Yeah. And, I mean, he's a rookie. 
Uh, I mean, he can hold his own for the most part until he loses a little leverage. He hasn't been, like, sat down, but he has been tossed to the ice a time or two. Right. Well, right. I, I th- the one that I saw was, uh, I don't think it was last night. So No, yeah, it was, it was against Philadelphia. That they was just Philly threw haymakers. Well, it was like for like a solid minute. Oh, yeah. Playing. And at first I was like, you're, you're going to go after this gigantor dude? No way. <laughs> yeah. It's going to mess you up the reach. Uh, and then whoever the other guy was, um, like uh, he had good uh, uh, leverage or something. Because, yeah, Cause, yeah he wasn't really fighters. able to, the, the, the ramp, the, the rifle tower or whatever his name is, right. <laughs> was not able to like go across there. And then eventually, yeah, like I said, he got dragged down. But um, I was like, man, they make him big. But yeah, that was a good fight. Yep. A good good fight. stuff in the hockey world for sure going on. Absolutely. Trying to keep you guys posted on that. Uh, here, let's see. Uh, some text messages, final ones of the show here uh, from our guy, Sandy. What's Sandy, Sandy? Uh, hey, we Sandy. mentioned earlier, uh, you guys were talking about the Clippers' new uniforms. Yeah, what do you think, mm-hmm. Sandy? And, um, well, he says that I was a James M. Bennett Clipper in Salisbury, Maryland. Wow. No one fears the Clippers. I told you, Clippers, if you want me to respect you, stop me reminding me that your your mod- mascot is a boat. Uh, he says, no one fears the Clippers. I hated being a Clipper. We got yeah. a mascot my senior year, and it looked like a deckhand on a boat. Ooh, <laughs> scary. What was your mascot? Both of y'all in uh, high We school? were the Gerald Cougars. Cougars, good. I was, JC! I was, I was a Mustang. Mustang? Nice. was a Hornet. He was pretty jacked, at least, but a Hornet? Yeah, mm. not bad. Like Rather be that than a Clipper. You remember the murder Hornets? That mm-hmm. was oh, yeah, those are there? crazy, right? Oh, yeah. that reminds me. Uh, I saw on CNN, apparently the, the spiders are coming. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, there's the um, the Joro spiders, which are from, oh, from J- uh, Japan, apparently are Who making their way over to the southeast. I don't know, man. Uh, but they're supposedly, like, really uh, resistant to living in urban areas. Okay. They love to make to weave their webs around traffic lights and stuff. So watch out, man. And, like, they're, they're big-ass, like, the size of your hand spiders. No, now. good. I'm all good on that. Uh, they are venomous, but apparently cannot pierce the human skin. So they're daddy long leg style. But uh, okay. Watch out for these spiders mm. to come. Yeah, aren't daddy long legs super venomous too? Yeah. yeah. Stupid yeah. daddy long legs. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Northside Dave has clapped back at Montopolis. Chris oh, says, hey, there you go. Montopolis, Chris, me and your mom enjoyed the movie last night. Got him. Uh, if that was not enough, he spelled it Chris with a K. Ooh. Ooh. So Got him. Like dropped. the Ruskies. That's right. Uh, here, let's do some some final. Well, I want, uh, the NFL says that they are unlikely that they are going to uh, do two rule changes. They're they are they're looking at changing it to the XFL style of kickoff. Okay, where the team that's kicking off they're super close. Yes, like within five yards. That way, there's not those like big just collisions. Insane with blockers. collisions from can't just move until the ball fifty kicked. yards full speed. Yeah, uh, but it should encourage more returns. So that sounds yeah. We kind of missed that. You. I haven't yeah. seen it. Like, how many, how many returns were there in from a kickoff? In the Super Bowl, there were none, I don't think. No. And just in general, like touchdowns this year from a kickoff, I mean, what, maybe a handful? Well, touchdowns for sure, but like just returns in general were down. It doesn't happen, right? Devin Hester doesn't make the Hall of Fame in this current right. era. <laughs> no <laughs> question. No. Uh, or is he that good that he would be doing it right now? Dude, he uh, like, averaged yeah. like one out of three returns. That's mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> Remember when Cromartie went 109 on a missed yeah. field goal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Gone are the days where boys were like, I don't care. I'm going <laughs> to. Right. So I'll kick, take it. Uh, kickoff rules might be in the, in store for next season. Um, they are going to say that they're going to ban the hip drop tackle. Okay. Which is good, I suppose. Uh, however, they are not going to look into unlikely to change one controversial rule in 2024. You have any ideas what rule that is? Uh, offensive offside? It's the worst rule in sports, and they are not going to address it. Mm. When the ball goes out of the end zone and uh, to the touchback and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah they said, no, we're keeping that yeah, rule. It's a weird one. So, not going to do that at all. Uh, and then finally, uh, I'm curious if anybody out there watched the Shane Gillis Saturday Night Live yep. clips. I watched. I saw it. the clips. I didn't see the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I know you watched it, right? I watched it. I tuned in because uh, the entire yeah, internet space. told made me feel like I had to. Yeah, I was um, going to say. Well, I, I, I was I was curious because I was like, are they going to address his whole getting fired thing? And yeah. they, they really didn't outside of I his thought monologue. It, you know, revi- Monday morning quarterback here, I oh. thought it would have been great if he uh, his monologue would have been what his audition was to get on SNL. Yeah. Oh. And then the next punchline being, and this is why I did to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to tell you, like again, I, I've only seen a little bit of Shane Gillis' actual stand-up, mm-hmm. and for the most part, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Does he say a couple of words that he probably shouldn't? 
Yeah, but they're 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 minor ones. Yeah, they're the least. I mean, the R word on the totem pole uh, <laughs> calls which things is gay. A problem now. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which was the punchline of his old Netflix special? N- um, n- nothing I've seen yet in his actual stand-up that makes me think that he is, is a, a not hilarious. Yeah. and B should not be. It should be canceled. The Liberty. Did y'all see the Liberty Mutual? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the one, that's I one saw. that kept coming around online. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fills in for the uh, Doug or whatever it is, and oh yeah, there there it turns out the emu's a dirty cop. <laughs> just popped them. That was very see, funny. Hey, I watched I it on Peacock, and I swear to God, they're editing these things down. They might. Uh, Are they not putting them all up on YouTube? Because I don't remember that one at all. I went to bed saw, after yeah. Weekend Update, and I was like, I've had enough of this, and I saw it on Twitter. Well, I, I saw that people were saying that he uh, bombed his monologue. Which That's what I, I can't it's tell. Just haters. He had the one thing where he's just like, yeah, this is, I can, t- I can, I thought this would go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that just seems to be a thing that he just, that Does. just say, or like as a comedian. Yeah. Like, yeah like, Ooh. I was curious. Uh, my uh, roommate's girlfriend was like, are they pumping crowd noise in here? Because like on the TV, it sounded like it was going well, but every other word out of his mouth was, oh, this is not going well. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> but that's also like how his Netflix special was for the most part. Yeah. So if you want to see good stuff, uh, The Live in Austin that's free on YouTube is fantastic. Oh, for Shane Gillis? Yeah. Well, I'm. I don't know. Like, or I, try to win tickets to a sold out show at the Moody Center in April for Moon Tower Comedy Festival. That's right. I could not tell if just they were keeping it super safe from Saturday Night Live and the sketch. Like, it was not a good episode. If you were trying to, if you got him on there to try to get to that crowd, I don't think you converted anybody to being Saturday Night Live fans based on the sketches. A lot of more was the the, the premise and the actual execution. Yeah. Was kind of lackluster, and again, I don't know if that's him. I don't know if that's the the cast. If that's just, I guarantee it's probably one of the highest viewed Saturday Night Lives sure. in years. SNL probably needed that. But like he, he had the one uh, where he was a Forrest Gump's high school uh, classmate that comes back for the reunion. Oh, yeah. and he's your classic like guy who peaked in high school and like former quarterback is like thinks that he's awesome because he has like a jet ski dealership Jets. or something. <laughs> And it's like, oh no, Forrest is actually like has way more congressional. He's like this guy, yeah. Like that's a hilarious premise, and the execution was just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. eh, eh. so all right, well, uh, hopefully, if anybody out there is a big fan of Shane Gillis, you enjoyed that as well. Hopefully, you enjoyed uh, everything we're doing for you today here, and of course, we will be back tomorrow with more three guys on sports. Glad you were here with us, and I'm not prepared to end the show. There it is. There we go. We out. All right. And ironically, I have too many commercials now before the end of the show. (laughs) Whatever. Done a terrible job, Nick. Do better tomorrow with you guys, three guys on sports. Tune in. We'll see you then. The job is done. We can go home now. 